Say it again. What did you say? I said, somehow you pressed all those buttons in the right order. Oh, so like now we're actually problem. starting. We've had like eight false starts. We've just been staring no, at Matt No, this is not the start. We can, we, we can cut anything we want. You know, we have the power, okay? I'm not cutting anything. That's, well, that's your problem. I did that I did that for a while and it just wasn't, what, what are you going to, push what? it. Now he's afraid. Now he's afraid to push it. I'm afraid. I already know this one does. Push it. Push what it. does it do then? Push it real I mean, good. I mean, something I got to remove. Whoa. No. Okay. That, was, oh! that would yeah. be great if you had a joke. No, okay. That would be great uh, if you had a joke. All right. I'm just going to get all the... Be, think really hard about things to talk about while I get all the, the introductory stuff out of the way again. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, first of all, uh, we do have one viewer question or two viewer questions, depending on how you want to look at Stop it. Stop it! <laughs> yeah, the I say we have one viewer question. That's a joke. Is that we're that pitiful? Is that what... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Um. It's $6 if you want to ask us a question. Uh, we read your name and the question on the podcast. Uh, it's donate $6 to ko-fi.com slash wrong room. That's coffee.com slash wrong room. Uh, and we will uh, answer your questions and have you on the podcast. Also, uh, track marks. My tabletop role-playing game has been delayed until June, so this month. I mean, it'll probably be a couple weeks, but... That's going to be coming out soon. Check out BileCosmo.com, B-Y-L-E-C-O-S-M-O, BileCosmo.com. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> the PDF is going to be the PDF is going to be seven dollars, and there will be print copies available soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fucking all of, joke. All of your hard-earned effort is just for our. Uh, Entertainment and amusement. Yeah, that's good to hear. It really is. It's just a, hear. It's just a. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking shut up. It doesn't fucking matter. You no, don't care. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. <laughs> no, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Whoa. Wow. That's Whoa. crazy. <laughs> Do it again. No. Wait. What'd you say? The fucking joke drums that you were doing. Jesus. It's it, that, that, <laughs> none okay. of those are the correct onomatopoeia for that. Dun 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 dun. It's a joke drum kit. <laughs> oh my god! It's badumts. Badumts. Yeah. Oh, it is badumtis. Yeah. yeah. You're like dun dun dun. over here. Yep. Yeah. Whoops, I forgot how that works. Are you already writing a title? Yeah, because that's pretty funny. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, per, I'm, I'm, I mean, we're technically, even though we each got like maybe, I don't know, an ounce or two, we're, this bottle's already halfway through. Nice. I didn't expect this to not be this much. I guess I should have expected as much for it being a $20 bottle of mead. He's uh, holding bleach we're in drinking, his hand. Yeah. I'm holding what? Bleach in his hand. Bleach, we yeah. just drank oh, some bleach. Oh, I'm, 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 that's, that's my chaser after days. you've been fucking criticizing my life's work over here. Yep, there it is. So we're we are we are we are uh uh we are drinking uh I'm lost stupid bitch mead. What? Oh no no big lost crazy woman. She's not lost. The meadery is what's lost. It's called big lost meadery, but it seems like it says big lost crazy woman. Mead with hibiscus and hops. How do you guys like it? Uh, well, I like, like I, I like both of those things. It doesn't taste like cranberry. Like cranberry. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, Not one bit. It's kind of got the. It it's does. got like the mouthfeel of cranberry. Like it's got the zing. It's but right, it doesn't right, taste right. at all like cranberry. It doesn't taste like cranberry. All right. Good. It for has you the guys. same. It's last time you had hibiscus. It has the same. Cranberry. I got cranberry yesterday. Okay. Oh, Drink oh, I had yesterday. Had cranberry. In it. Yeah. Did you make it? Did you make the like the lion? The, like, no, the the, the, the meat I had yesterday had cranberry. In it. Oh yeah, yeah, that, which was the, very good. The winter one. Yeah, yeah that was very not good. Bad. That's why I got meat on my mind because we just had fucking. 
that really good. I meat love yesterday. meat. This is worse. This is worse meat. It, it kind of is, but it's meat. Yeah, it that's all meat. that matters. You also had that peanut butter and jelly mead that literally yeah. tasted like a PB PBJ. Too much. PBJ almost too sucked. much. Really. Yeah. I just. I was like, I this is this is a lot of sa- this is a lot of sandwich in my mouth. The fat <laughs> <laughs> the fat kid in me was overjoyed. Oh. I would happily. Did you? Guzzle you, didn't, all you, didn't have, you didn't have that much. Yeah, because you didn't give me that much. I didn't want to take that much. It seemed like you only I had took the, one the rest because I thought you didn't want it. No, I, no. I, I would have drank the whole thing, but I was being courteous yeah, as a friend. I could just get more. <laughs> Where'd you get it? Uh, the place I talked about, Antelope. Oh, okay. But no, it was at okay. the wine festival. Oh, yeah. But I, now yeah. I know it's in town. I didn't know that. Where was the other mead from then? Were they both from the same place? Yeah, those were. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those were because there's like only three meat places, and then mm-hmm. after a while, everything tastes. Yeah, the same. there's the racist one, and then there's the other two. Yeah, ones. there's that yeah. one which, uh, yeah, I mean, it tasted fine. It's just, you know. yeah, it's just you drink it, and you're just like, ooh, ooh, you know, ooh. Republicans. Ooh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's all I got. We can go right into questions. Was that all you had? That's all I had. That was cold. Sounds like we have fucking sponsors. Your whole life's work went all the way up to that. Yeah. Wow. We don't have sponsors? No. We need to have a thousand listens a month in order to have sponsors. Does that just automatically happen? Yeah, it automatically happens. It's a bit silly. Uh, well, I have to apply for it, and then Buzzsprout, our, our podcast host, will give me sponsors. You have to put like, like a that. character backstory in the application? I don't think so. It's not really an application. I, I, could, it is just, I could just start asking... Like bottom of the barrel fucking sponsors, just cold emailing people asking hey, for Blue sponsorship. Yeah, we already talked about I did it. Blue Chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talk about what it all about, the time. We're already giving like, them free press. Like stop by one of those guys that do the the free auto glass repair in the middle of parking lots. That'd be cool. Yeah, those guys to, rule. Yeah, those are the heroes because yeah. insurance covers it. So they just, that's why they do that. Yeah, yeah is it? Mm-hmm. Not my insurance. <laughs> it probably still does. It's only one a year. Oh. For so like I I after I hit that guy with my car, I got like a new uh windshield of course and now I got a crack in it and I'm like, well now I have to wait. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. is it is it too big? The windshield? No, the, the crack. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's it's Colorado. It's I'm gonna, it does it's 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 big, but I I'm, I'm just going to keep driving until the cop pulls me over. Yeah, my I'll, I'll I have it. like eight cracks in front of me. I've got a lot. Yeah. I bet because you you both especially you driving around in, in where you're at yeah and then you I just get attacked for work and shit like that. You <laughs> yeah, get attacked? You just get attacked. <laughs> I'm just getting attacked yeah there's just people throwing rocks at your fucking windshield well, true you know when you have fans yeah they throw rocks at you yeah 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 okay you have fans and they throw rocks at you yeah oh Sam I'm trying to get his attention and they just throw a <laughs> solid rock hey, in asshole. Your <laughs> You're my favorite guy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaks windows. You're like, man, they love me. Mm. Hey, look, that's what I was going to say. You're getting attacked. I was going to say that this has the same two-hit bonus as cranberry. It doesn't taste like cranberry, but it attacks the same it's as cranberry. cranberry. Two-hit bonus? I guess. It's a hit bonus, yeah. I don't think it has cranberry. Look at that. They Spray have this cranberry. giant nipple in the, that in the center. That's why they Spray fucking... cranberry. What? Spray, 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 it's not spider. No, it's <laughs> neither of those things. Not even close. Mm-hmm. That's some kind of thing about a description. I don't care about that. I don't care either. Uh, I couldn't give less you of a stop shit. Stop burping. As long as, as long as, like, it's, it's amazing because <laughs> you, you, it's like you save it for the, for the pot. No, because you don't burp <laughs> any other time. Maybe drink. It's so. like that college humor bit about like these two guys are following this their female coworker around all day, seeing if she'll fart. 
in retrospect, it's really weird that that's I think I the remember premise. that skit. Yeah, and then and then like she doesn't, she's almost about to fart, and then she doesn't, and then you know they're like, I guess women don't fart, and then she goes into the restroom and she goes into the stall and it lowers her into a chamber, and she's like, Yeah, ah! I, rem- I remember ah! this. She's yes. like farting, and yeah, burping, yeah, and yeah, that. yeah. yeah I always really thought that was really funny. Yeah, it is pretty sexist in retrospect, but yeah, you know, especially the stalking your female coworker around all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's what it is. I'm gonna fart. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> World's fucked up. Oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. It well, is. I'm running out of it. Is let's what try it is. to get to some you know grounded, totally not messed up uh, topics. So how about that first question? You know that that should be pretty even keel. Pretty yeah. Like, normal. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up on my phone. You know, I gotta log into the thing, and I'm I don't excited. think it, I don't think it should be you know problematic at all. It should re- really get us kind of centered back in on the on the topic at hand. Yeah. What do you think the question is going to be about? Um, probably like uh, how to balance encounters or something like that. Right. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. How about you? What do you think the question's about? I think we already did that question before, actually. No. No. We talk about published modules. Oh. What? Do Don't what ask us how to is? balance encounters. I know what the question is. You guys talked about it yesterday. Hey, God damn it! Ugh. Man, you just you ruined ju- my joke, so just, I'm going to ruin your joke. You just threw us right under there. the cart wagon. Damn, all, look, of, our, all look, of our sponsors are going to be pissed. Ben asked, uh, fuck, Mary, kill, goblins, kobolds, and kender. I have now my I answer. Know, I, know you, I know you have an answer, because yeah. I, I previewed this question But I'm doing it yesterday. last. I, because you said you have like a tight fifteen of material. Well, no, I've got reasons, and then if you if you if you implore into why I have those reasons, I'm sure that I can go into the, the details. I don't want to go I, into the details. I would love not to go well, into the details, but I, I'm I, ready for it. I, I you're gonna be going into the details. I'm just curious because for me, it's it's like really easy prioritize logic. Yeah reasoning for these three but, things. But the, you, you think it is so because you just made up your mind. You didn't actually put any deep thought into it. And no. because of that. I've, I've been putting deep thought into this my whole life. Oh. Look, all right, you ready? I thought you were building track marks your all whole right. life. All right, look. Which one is it, Jimmy? I could do more than one thing. What? Barely, but I could do more than <laughs> one thing. All right, well, then you'll go last, because I, I got my shit off Good. the dome. You ready? Yep. All right, I am going to kill Kender first, obviously. Duh. You know what I mean? Like, no way. Uh, I'm going to fuck goblins, because they're crazy in the sack they sleep outside they're like bandits you know what who knows what they're, they're, they're like little meth heads so they can go for hours who knows what they get up to and then kobolds all marry because like they got you know they got their dragon sugar daddy they got all the all the nice layers and all the traps defending it and stuff like that like if you're looking for land and money and shit like that you hook up with a bunch of kobolds you know suck their dragon king's dick and you're set you've got one of those correct okay matt what <laughs> I can't even conceive of. If you say, "Here we go, you Matt," say you're done. Go to, you're oh, done. <laughs> we go to Matt now. Uh, You'll get, you. You can speak your piece once we've all put out our opinions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt, what's up? <laughs> I think I still also have to kill Kender because I think Mary or fuck Kender. Just to me, Kender just sounds like a child. So they I'm, are children. They them. literally describe they them as children. They are fucking halflings. The They're problem not. is people play them as children. They are halflings they, by the actual Dragonlance lore. You've seen that fucking, like, post where it's just, like, yeah. cropping out the, the fucking parts of, of, the, of the Kender description that's like, this is not right. Sure, but that description you know? is from 5th edition. 
No, Which, it's not. It's from 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. I don't think so. Yes, it, yes, it is. I don't think so. Because that, that was around before 5th edition came out. Well, the thing is, even if you're posting from a source book, that's not truly the source. Because the source would really be the what? Dragonlance novels. All right, Because the right. Dragonlance novels came now, I, before hey, most of the source material for I see. It. I see now where this is going to go when it gets to you. Well, you know, let's let's just let's just do that then, and then you can get into all that. Kendra sounds too much to children, and I don't want to document me saying that uh, I'll marry a Kender. Yeah, yeah, that sounds too close to a child. Yeah, so yeah, but I it, think it, I have to. It is. Them. It's, it's, You're it's, not even putting fuck in the same sentence. It is yeah. Kender yeah. halfling, not Kinder, as in the German for. Oh God, it is damn close. It's what very the fuck close. was he doing, man? <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, too close. No. Fucking idea what was yeah. going through his mind. When That's he made why Kinder. I have to kill them first, and then I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't think it matters the goblin or, or, or like rep, the reptilian. Well, you're wrong there. I mean, the cobalt's got tails. Well, the they cobalt might be tails. stretchy. The, oh my they god! Would be based on now, if we're going for for <laughs> primary sources, if we're talking about fucking cobalts, I've seen plenty of art that confirms they are they're stretchy. stretchy. Yeah, they're That's very what stretchy. I assume. So I figure yeah. like it's that or the, the goblin, but like e- either one. I mean, do you fifth edition goblins aren't aren't Pathfinder goblins, Mm-mm. where they're people, right? They're not people, so yeah, yeah. they're still kinda, monsters. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'd fuck kobolds. I, also, I see that. I think that's because cool. which one are you going to marry? Would have to be the goblin last, right? Oh so, so look, I think that the the rationale for fucking either kobolds or goblins will sound <sighs> goblins. It'll be like a it's trashy, high powered, you know, like meth fuck. And then yeah. Cobalt, it'd be very stretchy and accommodating, and there'd be a lot of weird role play, but it'd still be a lot of fun. But 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 what happens if you marry goblins? What do you get out of that? Um, I know they're just kind of left over. I think. But... I, I mean, I guess they're not pathfinders, so they're like you. You probably get bought into tribe mechanics because I mean, if you're marrying the right goblin, typically if you're an adventurer, then you're probably going for like you know chieftain level team. I mean, if they like you, oh. they'll, they'll just kill people you don't like. Yeah, that's pretty Ooh. good. A cobalt probably wouldn't do that. Mm? That's you know that's a good. It would actually be a lot of fun just to go and attack. Like like you you get all your you you kill every kender you see, then you go get all the fuck out of your system in the cobalt den, and you join up with a bunch of goblins, get drunk, and raid villages. Yeah, they still got like yeah. a family. Yeah, cobalt oh. kind of does too, but like goblins, yeah, it would just be like a just a tribe. I like that. And then Kendra, I, yeah, if they're too close, the name's too close. It's it's. I don't care what the lore is. It's too close. Fair. Okay. I agree. I agree. All right. All right, well, if, if we have any other thoughts, we better say them now because Casey's about to take up the next 30 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> with I doubt his, it. His, uh, what's that meme where the guy's doing like the equations on the whiteboard really fast and it's yeah. like Casey explaining why it's why he wouldn't kill Kender? Yeah. That Casey is- oh, it's very easy. It's goblins. very easy. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Kill goblins because they give it the most XP. Uh, Kender are NPCs. They likely aren't going to give you uh, XP. And if they're in the game, it's probably a DM that's using it as a DMPC. So you're not going to get very far anyway. God, you definitely can't marry a Kender because then you're going to be having someone living with someone with hoarding problems. I'm, that's um, true. And, 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 and that's horrible. Um, uh, so got to kill the goblin. You gotta, you gotta marry the kobold. Kobolds, out of all three of those, kobolds are far the, by by far the most loyal. By, by far the most loyal. They will. They They're take care. They way. take care of their layers. Uh, if you if you want home security, the cobalt's there for you. Traps. Cobalt's mm-hmm. Co- believe in doing as much work as possible for their community, and as I believe, as long as you put in that same amount of work, you know, keep that second shift, you know, split evenly between this cobalt, you'll have a long and happy life. 
I think so I said uh, uh, kill Goblin because most yep. XP marry Cobalt. Uh, I'm not gonna also. I'm also not gonna state the last one. But uh, I probably <laughs> say. Oh my God, that's. <sighs> Listen, that's I, a dark path to go down. And a halfling is a halfling. A halfling is a halfling. That's all I'm gonna say. A halfling's a halfling. But that a halfling's a halfling. But some they're, halflings they're are worse. Gonna... And this 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 type certainly what's is the, the most worse. The guy, who made Dragonlance? Was the guy's name? I forget. I don't well, know. It's probably for the best because I was gonna say they're gonna be like not the SWAT's gonna come knocking down his door one day, and we're gonna be like, uh oh, ooh, you know what I mean? But like, the, the thing is, even if you ooh. if you kill if you kill if you kill the Kender, they they don't travel alone. If you if if you if you if you take one life, they already believe they can take whatever the hell they want. They, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that uh, Kender would um, go... I don't, I don't, I don't think they've got a good concept of mercy. I'll, I'll accept it as long as it's the type of fuck where you wake up after and go, what did I do? And sneak out the window. Well, you would because up. all your shit would be gone. That's true. So that That's you, just, true. you just make sure that you, you know, lock all your shit in a safe a town away. <laughs> yeah. See, when your your answers are definitely the most lore educated and the most sound, but they're also the most disappointing. Because the moment you said, "Oh, goblins for the XP," I'm like, that doesn't even need to do with 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 dicks or no. you know with no, with any XP, like man. any crude or rude humor. No. You know, it's just oh, the most XP. It's like, all right, I guess. No. Yeah. You gave an actual RPG answer. What's well, a the fucking question. goblin? I don't want to be in bed with goblins. <laughs> Ingratiating goblins. God forbid I have to fuck one. <laughs> yeah, have you, you haven't thought of the smell. Yeah, you haven't thought of the smell. I'm thinking of. The, I'm still thinking of the Pathfinder football-headed goblins. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> with the big mouth. Like, no. Let me give you a blowjob with the big like shark teeth. Oh shit! No, get that away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and frankly, yeah. it would just be Mary Cobalt. Perhaps yeah. you know it's celibate marriage lifestyle. You know. Because kobolds don't deserve. You that. just kobolds, like Mormons. Kobolds don't deserve what have what have what's been done to them. No, kobolds. No, you go. You kobolds go, are monsters. Okay, go, go to. They're, they're, they've For got more information on kobolds. Go to e six twenty one dot Yeah, kobold. <laughs> Lore accurate. Lore accurate. Kobolds. I'm not allowed to play kobolds on certain online communities because of what other people have done to them. Yeah, I believe. I can't it. play some of my my most beloved like. Developed I, complex characters. I ban kobolds at my at, at my tables. Like if it's not private tables, obviously it doesn't really matter. But if I'm running for people and one was like, "Oh my god, I want to be a kobold," it's like, "Cool, well, no. uh, I'm not going to tell you when the game is because I don't want you." We talked about that before. Yeah, kobold players are fucking scary. People would have to prove to me that they've read a lore primer. Yeah, same same for playing a drow. Same for playing a drow. Same for honestly playing a kender. Yeah. If you, not outright, you, would, you wouldn't allow. You would allow Kenders. I wouldn't allow Kender. I wouldn't oh, allow. Oh, and Kender anyway. Kender, I don't give a fuck what is stated. What you might find online, especially in the modern discourse, Kender are halflings. They're not gnomes. Okay, fifth edition is not canon. I don't know. Fifth fifth edition is the know. fifth edition is the Marvel What If series of D anD. d Okay, <laughs> I don't know. They seem like gnomes. They're to definitely me. not gnomes. It's in an official source book, Casey. I don't know. You were you were just spitting all these. R- rules is written facts a moment ago and now here you are saying well the books don't matter well yeah I'm spitting uh, the proper lore 3.5 and 2nd edition yeah. yeah correct Yeah, that is correct that is correct yeah I, I don't like 
a lot of the changes. Uh, we've talked about that at length before. I really don't like a lot of. The, I don't even give too much of a shit about the D and D lore because I usually just do my own thing. But I'm really not a fan of the lore changes they're making. And I mean, I, anyway, like if if I'm not running track marks, which does have like four races, yeah. I'm running human only campaigns anyway. So really, I don't have a horse in the race because it's like, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, that's what I'll be running tomorrow. Uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess. Did I run? Uh, the beer adventure for you guys was that for you guys? Oh, I don't think so. What I run so. for you when that. at my place? Uh, last like time I played day. Lamentations of the Flame Princess, we didn't talk for like a year and a half. That's <laughs> true. Oh my god, that's it's funny the, because actually it's the fourth episode in the row in a row. The dark times, have <laughs> the come dark up. times. Yeah, oh my god, which it's just great because I always look back on the actual game uh, leading up before the last twenty minutes of it. Um, one of the best times, uh, like I was just core freaking in my character. I was there. It was. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was awesome. And then you know, things happened. Yeah. Honestly, because I was running Maze of the Blue Medusa at the time, and reading through it now, it's like it was. It was good out the gate. I'm not sure how sustainable it would have been. I think now that I have all of the Lamentations of the Flame Princess stuff, it'll be easier because I have like a greater ecosystem yeah. like it could be set in Paris and then you guys could do, go do like I don't know sail across the way and do blood in the chocolate or, or do terror in the streets in Paris or there's all these diversions so we're not just stuck in the abstract painting mega dungeon yeah Um. so if I were to do that again right now I'm just using Into the Odd to run Lamentations Adventures pretty much as one shots because yeah. it's what I'm running when I'm not doing track marks Um. and uh Fermentum Negrum de Sepulte is the one that I'm running uh, tomorrow. I mean, that was a that was still that it has been a pivotal game for me. I made, I made Pentiment. Oh yeah, you ran a game about going into a painting. That's true. I just changed it up. That's very true. Yeah, and it's very good you didn't say based on this because then you know, no, it wasn't based on really. Yeah. really, it was based on D and D mixed with Bob Ross and Blues Clues. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that is that's pretty that, much that was my goal. Based on what uh, based on what you told me, that 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 it, that is what it is. Um, I didn't, you, yeah. have, have you thought of uh, actually writing it up and releasing it? Mm, no, I, no, I don't care. <laughs> okay, well, all right, all right. I mean, uh, I mean, is that ever gonna happen? Are, are you gonna ever stream it again? You think is that a thing that's gonna happen, know. or is the ship kind of sailed? Depends if I, I don't know. just got. Other yeah. more lucrative things to do right now. Yeah, yeah. Anything more lucrative than zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I went back a few days ago. I was like, man, I wish the episodes came out better. But yeah, because of the fucking audio. It was just, there was just always something wrong. And even if even if it was even if all the tech was right, there was always something wrong. Like, I don't know, just that sucks so much. Yeah. I still have all the vods. I mean, at least. I didn't delete them as it turns out there. I've been backed up oh, good. two times. So nice. Um at least you still have them, but yeah, it, it is kind of unfortunate. It was really cool. I, I think you sh- you could definitely just kinda like how I mean I, I like Exalted Funeral was, was is gonna pick up track marks and yeah. I thought they were like in house publishers and stuff like that. They're they're not. And and I've me and Will have bought a lot of stuff from them. They're a fucking mess. I mean I'm gonna send them the 25 zines they want, and then you know sell those and stuff, and th- and then probably just not do it again. Like I I I have a whole plan, as I described earlier, to be doing it myself. Yeah. Because they they want to take half of my money. Oh. And I'm God. like I'm like 
hey, Exalted Funeral is a good name, but not that good. Fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm no, I want all my money. I, I'm just going to do it myself. It's fine. I imagine you could also set some shit up, do some stream shit at your own pace. Uh, maybe if, if I find the time. The thing with yeah. Pentiment is, and, and there was already discussions of, like, anchoring it down. Pentiment is designed, the, the whole design philosophy of it is to have it shapeable to whatever the party, the, the, the players you have at the table mm-hmm. are not expecting. Yeah. That's it. it, it, it once I, if, if I started writing down actual lore and grounded locations and stuff, eh, it'd just feel like a different... It you, would lose its utility of what it was intended for. Yeah, but it'd make you money. Ah, whatever. Just write down, like, like well, the way you st- you fix that is just by every time you every time you run something and make some stuff up, yeah. go back and write that stuff up later, but only write up stuff that's already appeared. Yeah. Don't write stuff up that's, you know... And that way you can keep the, the, the advantage where, you know, stuff will still be surprising, but then other people can run the stuff you've run if they like it. Yeah. And, you know, gives you a little bit of cash, gives you a little bit of, I have this setting, and then, you know, you can keep doing it how you want to do it. Yeah, I'm a, a setting's a setting. I don't know if it's going to do it anytime soon. I'll, hey! <laughs> hey, what, oh, what, what you the, doing here? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh, that was one of the... That's the you? banana necromancer. No. He came up with the whole voice for yeah, it. Yeah, he came up... I mean, I, from what I understand, you and Matt work... You oh, you know. This shit a I, lot, it right? was constantly me, me panicking and, like, trying to write stuff and then going to Matt and be like, this is what I've got. And Matt's like, what if you had bananas? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are, you, are, you, are you out of your fucking mind? You see how stressed I am? And I'd walk away and then 10 minutes later I'd come back and be like... What do you mean, bananas? My <laughs> banana mancer. I have bananas. <laughs> I'm banana mancer. Yeah, Ditso. Ditso was. I, I, What's your favorite was, part of, uh, of, uh, of all of that? What was I your favorite know. thing? Favorite element? Uh, I don't remember the beginning. I don't. I don't remember. Maybe just the stuff that directly mattered. I, I, keep, I think the stealing plant. The stealing plant was really cool. That was I always that. the funniest thing. Uh, probably one of my favorite things was that I, I developed was the Lonely Mountain. Which was, yeah, uh, uh, actual, it's just, beware of Lonely Mountain as a sign. So, uh, you know, making direct Hobbit reference. But then the whole thing is that it's, yeah, a mountain with all these rocks that are really lonely. So they see you and they want to hug you, but they're all trying to hug. So then they just cause this avalanche. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's so abstract. Yeah. I mean, I do see what you mean by how hard it would. It be was to just a mainly as a joke. We were, nothing was really set down in stone. Like, see, it, it would work better as it would. It worked better almost as uh, how like uh, Yun Swin uh, is made. Yeah, just completely. Yeah. It just you have generators that are all thematic, allow you to build the world as you go. Mm, That's you, how Pentiment should be. Do you hear that? Will Will just had an orgasm. Oh. You mentioned Yun Swin. I it's. Yeah. I mean, I I delved pretty deep into it. I, I'm. Ugh. Kinda the second wish, edition kind of wish I came out. I know. I yeah, know, I didn't have any money at the time. Yeah, but the PDF would be around. Just just looking into the original source, I was like, wow, this is one of the coolest things I've seen. It is like one of the most legendary like setting builders mm-hmm. in in at least the DIY RPG community, if not the whole thing. Um, we're still waiting on UVG second edition. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, same sort of deal where it kind of it, it does kind of give you this this palette. That you can paint from, although your pentiment's different because you know it took place in a literal painting. Yeah, uh, I, I like I liked your streams and I liked your uh, setting because I felt like it was because I've, I've I think I've said before Acquisitions Incorporated is my favorite D and D Let's Play. Yeah, um, and at least it it during the fourth edition era 
and then the first two seasons of C-Team. Then eventually what happens with each of these series is they got too high in production value, and then it was just, oh, we just do it like every, like, uh, fucking... What's their goddamn every con? convention? Yeah, yeah, every convention, and it's yeah. high, and I'm like, I don't give a shit anymore. But uh, they are fun for what they are. But like, it, it felt like uh, Acquisitions Incorporated on crack. Yeah, because Acquisitions Incorporated is really tongue in cheek and whimsical and kind of punny. And you were just like, what if that was just the basis for the entire game? Yeah. <laughs> what if what if what if I have you do multiple skill checks, saving yeah. throws, and everything just so I can get to the pun? Your yeah, your punniness plus Matt's absurdism is like a fucking the, potent. The most tale. amazing thing from exploring all that is the fact that near the once I got ten sessions in, I didn't have to work on it anymore because the players would immediately they'd be so far ahead of me that they'd be seeing jokes happening that weren't even there. I love it when that happens because yeah. then you don't have to do as much prep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I loved I loved everyone that played in that game. It was it was that was it was yeah, special. It, it was, was really special. special. And I mean, it, it proves to you too that you know you did it. Like you did something that and did it well enough that like people can only dream of. And it might not have ended up being like critical role levels of stuff, but there's something to be said about. Yeah, I can do this. I can whip this shit out again if I want to do. That's the skill set. You know, that's a, something on your CV. That's a skill set in your back pocket. But, I mean, you know? with you with you building up track marks, uh, now, that's why I was, I was thinking through. Because immediately, like, you're like, yeah, well, I've got an idea for something else on, on Thursday. And I'm like, oh, what is it? And you're like, it was fifth. But maybe not. But maybe this. But maybe not. But I'm not going to tell you. I'm like, damn, Jimmy, Jimmy's sis, his mind's always twisting on those mechanics. It is. And I'm like, I need to get back into what I, because what I was making, there isn't quite anything like it. Right. There's not a game that's supposed to be built to incentivize you to have your character and everyone else at the table fail. Oh, you're talking about your 2D20 game? Yeah. Now, okay. Yeah, like, it, it, I am, it's, it's, I mean, we all know I'm a notorious, like, system hopper. Oh, but yeah. a part of that is because, like, I'm always thinking about design. I'm always thinking about, I came up with two alternate rule sets to Lamentations of the Flame Princess, and then I hid them on my on the Biocosmopolitan one because I want to um, just have that be track marks and stuff. You can still access them through if you find the Reddit post or whatever, but also because I'm like, yeah, this is good, but not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I'm always like, track marks is the first permanent thing I've really done. The reason why I'm not running it tomorrow is because we have maybe 15 minutes worth of a session left. So it's kind of hard. It would be kind of hard for me to be like, all right, we run the 15 minutes and that's it. You know, like I, I need to actually get the, 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 the onboard adventure for the game is all play tested out. So I yeah. actually need to get more stuff, but yeah, it was percolating in my head. I kind of dumped the idea cause it would have just been another permutation of lamentations that I probably would have ended up having to hide. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'll run it straight up. I'll run it into the odd just so it's okay. really, really rules light. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. I, I don't know. Like, the designer heads, the game design headspace is really... And I don't want to say, like, designer headspace. Like, oh, yes. I, <laughs> I, you know, I write tabletop RPGs and I'm better than you, even though I do and I am. But... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, like, but, it's like, well, that, that headspace is crippling, right? Just yeah. to be in your head sounds just... Like you see things, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like, at, like, yeah. You look at somebody, and they're yeah. like, "Hey," you, you go up, you're like, "Hey, I like this coffee," and they say one thing wrong, and you're like, "I could design a better person." <laughs> I could design. <laughs> you, I you, am God. <laughs> you messing up my order, I think God failed you. 
like that. That's what I assume it's like. Not going to make it. Yeah. 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 It it is. It is. I I think that's true with any because if if you're in a heavy like mechanics and systems headspace and you're obsessive about that, like I've been for the longest time. But then if you even go into like a story driven narrative, like I'm writing hundreds of pages of like backstory and setting info that can also be crippling too i think oh yeah try writing books yeah (laughs) try writing stories i've tried and i gave up you know i i got my degree in writing i make a living writing but i don't do the creative writing that i thought i would do because it's fucking it's it's grueling i can't get in that headspace i found a different headspace to get in but either way it's like the reason why i'm kind of pushing i i'm pushing you to maybe publish some stuff um, because you've you've pitched some ideas is because these tendencies of mine have been have have been increasingly getting tempered the more I have at stake because mm-hmm. track marks has a due date. Yeah. I had to buy art for it. I have to turn a profit. I have plans for print stuff. I have plans for maybe an eventual Kickstarter. We'll see. Yeah. But the more that I'm doing that, the less I can just. Oh, oh, but I want to tweak this. I want to change this. And I want to go switch to the differences. I want to do this and do this because it's like I have too much skin in the game now. Yeah. I have a thing that is done. I mean. And I think I, I have a thing that I have to finish. I've got a, a similar pressure when it's coming to music because, like, I used to, you know, is lyricism correct or whatnot. No, once I fit something and we play it right twice, that's how it is. If I start fucking around with it, it does, it it, it just slows everything down. Some, and I, now yeah. I'm getting, now I'm getting actual deadlines down i've got videos I, that have been recorded i think the sigma grind set the the fucking <laughs> sigma. i think the the money making grind set is is useful yeah for that reason because if you are because of course i'm making track marks for all sorts of different reasons i love it it's fun people love it i've I have a lot emotionally invested in all this stuff yeah. but when i've reduced it to it needs to make money it needs to make its money back it needs to turn a profit then a lot of these decisions have become easier. It's not like I've completely detached from the game. Yeah. Obviously, all of the, all of the you know good rules design and setting building and stuff that I, that I have is still in there. But when you like like you're saying like if you're a band and you have performances and you're getting paid for gigs and you have to pay for practice space and you have to make this stuff worth it. Yeah. If you're able to reduce it to, I just need to make some. I just need to put something out that is going to. That is, that is gonna that is gonna work. Yeah. That is gonna get bought. That's gonna pay the bills and stuff like that. I think all of the other passion and all the other you know all the other creativity and all that stuff you're doing is just gonna kind of funnel through. Mm-hmm. You know, get refined over time. Yeah. Yeah. Because because you it, it's almost like you have to. It's almost like if you don't get in that mindset, then you're always going to be spinning your wheels in an entirely creative zone. Yeah. Which it's fun and it's it's fine. You could do that if you want, but spinning your wheels in a creative zone that doesn't end. No. There's no end. It's forever. Um it's constant. It's very constant. What was if you had to if you had to write something, if you were going to release an RPG product, what would it be? What's the, what do you think's missing from the world? What's missing? Yeah. What's something you what's something that that you want to you could make a book. Bing bang boom bam. Bing bong bing bing bang. I think I think skip it to do about. I think that you would probably write Almost like a self-help kind of book for role-playing games, which would be stop playing the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be, it'd uh, be about how to. Uh, you should try and play as many games as possible, and each time you play them, don't play them the way they say you should. You absolutely really. I I think that would be a good like 
that's I could see that as being one of those blog posts that makes it into the like the 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 canon. Yeah, you could you could definitely you know? come up with a very good like completely system agnostic uh role playing self help guide. Get a picture of you in a toga, like fucking levitating, like you're like like with a third eye on the front. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like unironically serious, and then yeah. people will be like, "This sounds like a joke." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I, no. I live this," and then I post <laughs> like a, a fake documentary. You're so, you're signing the books, and you're like, "I'm living my truth." <laughs> so, are you role playing correctly? No, no, so, so, <laughs> someone was asking me last night about the game that that I, I played, and I was like, "Yeah, I uh, almost uh, killed my friend's character again." Um, and they're like, "Oh, really? Wow, that sounds that that sounds horrible." I'm like, "Oh no, this happens all the time." And really, I'm I'm very comfortable with it because he always comes out on top. I'm always almost dead. <laughs> yes, yeah. always dead. almost dead. Well, always come dead out again. on top. Always take you get things you get <coughs> you get benefits from the game that weren't even written in there. It's true. That's the sweet spot for we talked about that before. That's the sweet spot. Is you're almost all you're always on the brink of death, but you never die. You're always putting yourself in the action. That you're always putting your life on the line and putting yourself in the action, but you're doing it in a way that you don't end up getting the whole party killed or something like that. That's yeah. the ideal way to play, I think, is always to be walking that line. That's why I had the most fun playing Austin back then, because that was that was my most fuck fuck with everyone's character kind of. I think character. We, I think we had this exact line yeah. of conversation. But Kurgus Kurgus is probably my newest, but it's it's still it's very anchored in a sort of philosophy. It's kind of playing playing Kurgux is I've I've built the character to be as optimized for my own self survival, and so because of that, I make non optimal choices for everything else in the game, which I've right. never done before. Mm-hmm. Never cast a spell that I can't even choose who I'm targeting. That makes absolutely no sense strategically. But I went yeah. from what my character cares about makes complete sense. Let's roll with it. We I think we talked about in the last episode actually. I believe we talked about sort of the same thing. All of us where it was like, especially in your Pathfinder game, where where it was fun to do that in third edition and Pathfinder because there was a lot of opportunities. It's funny because the game was so balance oriented that made that made a lot of opportunities to not play the game. Yeah. Which I kind of liked. Mm. Third edition, if anything, was the game that was the most fun to do Matt style. Yeah, it was the most fun to play anti what the game expected. Yeah, um, I would yeah. Because if I would write something, it would probably if I went back to DMing, it'd be uh, writing the Ghost Adventures uh, as like a campaign. Mm. Oh, you should. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I've had several. Um, every once in a while, I'll write various like one not one shots, but like progress through a campaign every once in a while. Yeah, I still do it every once in a while. You've dabbled, and they've been successful. They've been good I, sessions. I had like, yeah. I, I mean, I had thirty of them. I, I wrote that I never used. Wow, just, just outlines. Yeah, mm. just kill never your darlings and all that. Well, because I literally, I had, I, I, the, the biggest motivation was I had art books that were specifically from um, historical, like Japanese, um, like yokai descriptions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's it was, uh, cool. Matthew Meyer wrote. He did three. Uh, he might have been a fourth now, but he has like a beast version and then other version. They're all like pretty, pretty like on the surface, but they're all just like historical. Yeah, here's an umbrella that kicks your ass if you're lonely. Yeah, <laughs> you know. An umbrella that kicks your ass yeah, if you're lonely. There's, one, there's, a, there's like an oni who's, which we, I don't know if I ever did that storyline, but like there's an oni, there's a story of a man who uh, like sees an oni accidentally and then the oni is just looks back at him and then transform the spirit world and he can never go back. Or oh. the, the most famous one, which is a man 
uh, I think, leaves his wife for a hot girl he finds, mm-hmm. and then his family finds him underneath the floorboards with Fox, Fox family, because the Fox tricked him into having a family with him. Yes. Oh. And so he's naked, like, starving, and, the, and then they open the floorboards, and he's there, and he's naked, and he goes, what the hell? And then the foxes float away. They're like, ah! <laughs> and she's some... like, that's where you've been for a month. And he's like, I've had a whole life down there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. I've, I've, I've lived, and I've fucked, and I've died. <laughs> There's one of them that was inspired... Uh, the one of the yokai that was in uh, what Kubo the Two Strings or something, what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a giant skeleton, and that one's like you just you're just sitting there. On, on, I think it's I think it's a uh, on a ship, so you'd be just like you know uh, fishing or something, and it may be dark or you're, you're transporting, and it's just just like colossal, empty skeleton, just like kind of I think stares at you, and then gets really close, and I think it just goes away. You would that those do you still have those art books? Yeah, I had notebooks and I wrote a cue card every page about what what adventure I could put him in. You, I, I feel like... I was prepared, but again, I over-prepare for nothing. I feel like, I mean, do you, you still have the notes, too? Uh, Somewhat. I think somewhat I do. You could probably... I, I don't remember if you expressed interest in running Hunter at some point. You could take those books, go through each yeah. of them, jot some shit down, get that hunt, pull out the Hunter book, and you could run for literally months and is, months and months is, and months. Is, is there Hunter third age rules? You know, non-modern or whatever. Um. Uh, so, I mean, technically, well, no, I don't think there's any officially. But all you have to do, like, because I've I've thought about probably that be before. the simplest. All you'd have to do is just say, hey, just so you know, firearms applies to like bows and crossbows. Yeah, and then that's it. It would there, still and be then, joking his eyes. So you'd have guns. Okay. Yep. Fair. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then tech, and then technology, because the computer rolls is, is a technology role anyway, so that would just apply to strange tech that maybe you haven't discovered or anything yet. Yeah. Um, or the use of cutting edge technology. I'm pretty sure as is. I think the way that they designed, uh, fifth edition World of Darkness is that you don't actually have to change any. You don't have to change anything on the sheet or about the mechanics to port it back. It would all just yeah. be. It'd be extensive flavor stuff, but it wouldn't be. Um, mechanic stuff. I think it all works the okay. same. I mean, I think I've liked Five Rings and how it presents itself because it is like, yeah, you'd be a ghost adventurer. Like, when the the only one I really did, which is, you're a ghost adventurer, but you're also in Japan, which is which is uh, heavily, heavily etiquette-based. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you there might be a ghost in the other room, yeah. but you got to f- still have to etiquette your way through that. That's, be- why, that's why I made Mongol Columbo for that game. Yeah. And then everyone was mad at me, and I was like, that's the point. That's why <laughs> I, I made it. No, I had nothing wrong with that because I... I because a lot of the time, yeah, foreigners get more more leeway for things. Yeah. While yeah, uh, Teeman was the was the official, and <laughs> he was the one that was trying to get in, and he was somewhat doing it right too. But yeah, it's like it's when you assume different things is when I'll fight back. And which is it's it's like if you mm-hmm. assume correctly, I, I will give it to you. That's why I think that would be perfect for Hunter, because seventy five percent of a new Hunter game is supposed to be like kind of learning about and doing this song and dance with your quarry before you're even able to get rid of them. So yeah, this idea true. of you playing Maybe. these yokai and giving us no info and it's like we have to do research or role play with it and just find out what is the exact way we need to interact with it in order to get close enough to defeat it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So you could you could literally just pull out those art books and pull out the hunter book, maybe take down some notes and then run hunter forever. Yeah. You really could. Or just run it with the thesaurus. I could, <laughs> yeah. I could the Earth that. system, yeah. I could do that. I mean, that's what the, the, it describes. I mean, because the yoga do books it. were great because they literally said habit. Um, when do you see them? And so it's literally like a Pokedex. 
Oh yeah, yeah. that's Fucking... why it was written as like a Pokedex, dude. Do do so. Hunt... Literally, you just look at it and you go, "What situations could someone find them in?" And then, what's the interesting situations that like Mushi Mushi? Uh, yep. Had I, I'm charging oh. you now. You need to make Hunter Yokai. And I then... had to learn Nether system. Hunter's I'm, not even that hard. It's not that so you already learned it. Okay, I guess so. Remember, it's the fucking... De- it's, it's, it's literally like D- the D10 dice pool one, and then yeah. sometimes you have orange Maybe dice. Maybe if it's easier. It's, su- it's super even easy. like fit. Yeah, even like uh, uh, rings is not hard. I just never feel like I just need to run it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we were if we weren't so busy, I just would run it more. Wow. I would have like loved to be said, I could just game. I could just pick a different slot and just, just run it that time. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mostly just like... If I if I'm uh, if I see some certain DMing things, I I I think a lot of it is like a posh thing, you know. Like you see you see design. Yeah. Sometimes as a player, I I'll see ways that you know people run things, and I go I want to I want to sur- completely subvert that in my own way. That's sometimes. good. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's how obviously that means you're a GM because that's how. I, think I a lot of the time think, I'm like I mean know. I I want to do a I want to specifically DM in a way that exposes for the player if they're in that game. Why mm. don't do it that way? And this is an interesting way to do it. Me, me writing my two D twenty game. Me- yeah, I thought of the mechanics first before I ever th- ever thought about trying to attach it to the idea and the concept for mm-hmm. it. I yeah. thought of the mechanics largely because I saw faults in my own Star Trek game, mm-hmm. where it was like, yeah, it's, Star Trek's great, but there's this constant power creep that was starting to happen, and two D twenty does a very good job of mediating power creep, but the power creep would just tend generally come from just out, outside mechanics, successes, assets, people that you know, mm-hmm. things and stuff that are around. Yeah, just becoming more ingrained in the setting. Because well, yeah. Star yeah. Trek was the, the 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 what worked was hyper narrowing. Yeah, because you yeah. literally, I mean, I mean, the only thing is that if you played again, we would already know what to look for. Mm-hmm. So like the kind of the, the it seems like the power creep is literally just understanding what what the game asked for. So I thought, what if I could try and build a game that gives power creep not to the characters but the actual players behind it mm-hmm. and incentivize the game to constantly make it so that the characters don't progress and develop in any meaningful way. Yeah, they way. don't. They don't. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is genius. And then I went, what is that? That's a sitcom. Yeah, that sitcom. is a sitcom. 2D20 yeah. sitcoms. Because yeah, you are encouraged not to power creep yeah. in the only way you can power creep in the 2D20 system which I do have to interject about the 2D20 systems I don't know if it's still up but uh, I think at the end of June or July Modiphius loses the Conan license oh. so every single Conan 2D20 PDF you can get for $30 on drive RPG, nice. like all together so I, I oh man I'd love to run that I'm, maybe I, I would love to play in that was that I, the I'm one we played in you said you always said it was a different one Co- no, you, you did play in uh, no we, we played you we played uh, we one. played a different one oh, uh, Barbarians of uh, Lemuria Barbarians of Lemuria yeah. we played it was, wasn't even directly Barbarians of Lemuria it was a hack based off of it I believe we gotta ask him again if we can yeah. play up in Denver um, that's great we always but, for, I always forget but the Conan system busy, it just yeah. seemed it seemed yeah. like well one it was trying to look at a 2D20 system and going what the hell does any of this mean and then after that you then had the Conan specific system of how momentum spends work and how just detailed in the Conan every 2D20. bit of combat works now I haven't run a 2D20 game the only ta- hard part to tackle is is probably the the momentum spends. You you should you should yeah. I I mean I'm sure that they'll be available somewhere, but I think getting those PDFs might be a really good idea, especially because yeah. it's that includes adventures, lore, like twelve source books. It's like yeah, fucking. It's nice. It's it's I think from what I understand, that's the game that put Modiphius on the map 
It's like widely considered the best of the Conan games. Just like the Star Trek one is considered yeah. the best of the Star Trek games. I, I'm charging you with the fucking Yokai Hunter thing. I'm charging you with your 2D20 game. I have learned so much from the process of developing one of these projects and then be, having the ability to then have something you could always run forever. Yeah. Something in your back pocket. It's very nice. It's very I, useful. I, I, I'd have to say, Jimmy, Trackmarks feels like the most tactile game I've ever played. What do you mean by that? Tact. It's funny yeah, because mean? tactile typically means really physical, very interactive. Mm-hmm. But you don't do any of that. It's you run you run your games bare bones. You got your sheet, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. No just fancy dice, not even DM screen. It's tactile with how my mind works as a player. Because it's so focused on situation, equipment, and choices mm-hmm. that there's no proper way of going, well, I know my character can just make my way through any of these circumstances because now I've got this, these types of spells and, and I've got the, these items and stuff that protect me. No. How you've built the system makes me go, oh, I'm covered right now for probably any of these half of situations. But how long is that going to last? The f- so, I mean, essentially it sounds like it's like every choice means something. Every choice means something. And I'm that's always... the compliment I could ever I'm receive. I'm always, <laughs> always looking into the environment for what advantage or disadvantage is coming next. Which is, I think it should be a, a game that people play before they play fifth. Yeah. Or, 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 because I appreciate I, that. That's, again, I that's how that. I, I like to run things, though, uh, like play, which is, yeah, I, I stop looking at your character sheet. As we said. Yeah. And if your game yeah. is, what's your situation, and you're looking up at other players and not your character sheet, yeah, I mean, you may look briefly, but yeah, you already know the five things you have. I, I, I think it, yeah. what's important is you teach people how to play. One hundred percent. I totally agree with that, and I, I, uh, I think w- w- I, I like to kind of build off of the whole "don't look at your character sheet" thing. I, I, the way I've heard it said is looking at your character sheet is a lose state. <laughs> yes, it's like think of it mechanically yes. too. Yeah, I think you've said that. You yeah, might, you might have said that, but I don't think you said it that way. D- most resolution systems in RPGs are so swingy. Especially something like fifth edition, rolling a d twenties, they suck yeah. probability wise. Like it, like you can be really really good at something and still horribly fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. And there's RPGs yep. that that's better in, but there there's not really resolution mechanics by their nature. When you are rele- you never want to relegate an outcome to probability. If you have done that, that is a lose state because you have now let the situation go out of your hands. And onto the dice. I understand that people want to roll a lot of dice. I understand yeah. the whole that that impetus of it. Um, but like I agree. Like I think the way you learn how to play is by realizing that you know touching the dice is a loose state, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do think I, I never thought about it as a loose state, but I do think that where it's like I've I've spent like uh, you know twenty minutes describing to Casey. This situation that makes me only in the winning side. Yeah, and then yep. all of a sudden he goes, "You got to roll," and I'm like, "Well, now I can lose. I already described <laughs> right. my winning state." Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to get better at that as well. I'm, I'm just I'm like, gonna... <laughs> I've, no, but I get that because like when you're trying to tell a story, it, it, it uh, uh, yeah, it, you you want to put in. Well, that position. okay, here's a little here's a little, here's a little secret because of how I already run based off of the things that I introduced into the Ur system. Yeah, I want I want to make you roll because I don't want you to be certain of it. Typically, mm-hmm. typically the after the way you've described it, I can only ever think of like a very small like demotion of results from it. That's that's also true. I was gonna say that I, I suppose even if it does come up to uncertainty, 
it, it, at least failure won't be nearly as bad mm, as if yeah. you hadn't prepared at all. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like you know, it's just like but, one of those things you encounter sometimes where it's just like, yeah, you'll be you'll be describing your win state. Yeah, and then you're like, I mean, at least obviously mm-hmm. it's like hubris, which is like there's obviously no yeah. downside to whatever I say. Of course not. And then yeah, your role basically makes whatever you said nothing. But but sometimes yeah. it's the opposite where you think that you've got it all figured out and all you're doing is saying I've got a I've got spaghetti that should win and I'm like there's no fucking reason that should <laughs> yeah, win yeah. and I wouldn't allow it in one damn reason but I have to roll a die here so I'm gonna roll the god damn it the spaghetti needs yeah. to win now I honestly had no idea <laughs> yeah. how, how any of this it works was. both ways <laughs> the spaghetti was pure random your <laughs> your Ferengi wheelbarrows of spaghetti. no I t- I literally when that, that session started I said hey Jimmy I'm gonna mess with the replicate replicators. Because I'm trying to get my recipe in the system. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. Yeah, I was, the just, only I was just standing there watching you print spaghetti <laughs> into a wheelbarrow. Everything else was like, yeah, pure which is hilarious. Because really, you could have just gone to like the engineering department and be like, hey, could you uh, add this as a setting into the replicators? Yeah. Well, and they would have been like, I believe yes, it, and I we could do it perfectly. Point, I believe at that point we knew there was something wrong because that was on the the uh, fucking station. Yeah, it was, yeah. but I'm pretty sure he got yeah. the wheelbarrow of spaghetti before you guys yes, before entered the that. station. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. Oh. It was no. always the start of everything. You need a spaghetti lab. No, because I wanted to cork you cork it, which yeah. is, you, don't, oh, you, don't, you don't ask you don't people ask permission. permission. No way. That's you true. just do That's it. That's true. To bring it back to the Ur game really quick, I did want to say, like, uh, if anything, I think putting uncertainty in the players is always a good idea. So yeah, even, if, it, even if you make them roll with no intention of letting them fail. Yeah. I think is still important. Too. Yes, yeah. I think so. Um, but so into the odd, which I'll be running tomorrow, is very free Kriegspiel, and a big tenet of free Kriegspiel is you really only roll if there's disagreements on the fiction, mm-hmm. and that's what I try to think of when it, now I'm trying to get better at it. Instead of rolling dice for dice sake, I think if someone describes something to me and I think, do I disagree with that at all? If I don't, I should just let it happen. But if I do, it's like ah, I have some qualms with it. Then we roll. But it also kind of touch on the never looking at your sheet thing. You only roll in f- in two conditions in Into the Odd. One is when you're making a save to avoid something horrible, which ideally you should have thought it through and not have run into the horrible thing. Um, and the other reason is when you're in combat. You should never be in combat because there's no attack rolls. It's only damage rolls. Yeah. It's mm. horrifying. And the way I run combat when I run Into the Odd is I, is I sit down and basically I say that, like, um, like you guys go first you all just roll your damage and then I have to assign the damage appropriately. The only difference being melee people can't hit ranged people if there's if there's other melee people in existence, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's just kind of like a really quick war game resolution roll. And then I roll my damage. So it's literally, like if you get into combat, there's no like, oh, I'm going to jump up and swing from the chandelier, I'm going to run over here and do this. It's literally like, combat's going to take two minutes and it's going to be us rolling handfuls of, of damage that you just have to you choose how to allocate and soak huh, you do not want to be in that position that's a horrible fucking position to be in because combat you know, especially in OSR stuff it's like combat's never the point yeah. the point is everything surrounding combat so even if you do have to get in combat maybe you have more dice maybe because if you have enhanced attacks you automatically roll d12s for all your damage mm-hmm. so if you have the if you have engineer the upper hand and still run into and I even think you know you can skip the combat if it's clearly one-sided if it's so overwhelmingly one-sided it's like there's probably shouldn't be any damage rolls at all um I don't know what I was going with that but yeah I like I like well, stuff I mean, like I, that I, I like agreements like with the fiction I like not looking at your sheet it, what were you uh, gonna say 
What did you say, Matt? I'm sorry. What are you going to say, Matt? Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, yeah, combat is a backfooting. Yes. Because you didn't, you couldn't think around it, like you were saying. Yeah. So thi- 100%. this point, actually, this is something that I still have to try and figure out the right way to tackle for my, D- my 2D20 system. Because really, dice rolls aren't for conflict resolution. Dice rolls for how the this is dice rolls are supposed to be act more like improv prompts. See how mm. something rolls to then see how you're supposed to react to it. Yes. Conflict resolution is supposed to be trying to be ingraining it into the writer side, which is the actual dispute over how a scene or the fiction of something is going to go. Right. That that's something I still have to tackle because I, I, I'm really wanting to try to separate that as much really making it instead of you getting into your character and trying to make it like how can I make sure my character survives it's instead you as a player taking yourself as a writer and going how can I make it so that I have more leeway in the next scene or Mm -hmm. in scenes to come or the next episode whatever's gonna happen to your character it's gotta be bullshit right either way that that is interesting um it, it really just shows I mean it shows that's the difference between you know when you talk about the difference between like a like a like a gamist or simulationist system and a narrativist system uh-huh. I think it it's people say GNS theory is bullshit I don't agree I think it is important to think about games in this way it's like how do a game's mechanics run what does the game try to simulate about how the world functions and what is the story that is driving it all yeah and in each format, dice will mean different things. Because in gamist systems, dice are just a way to interact with mechanics. In simulation systems, it's probably, you know, you can't feasibly simulate everything in a system, so that's in the case where you're you're rolling dice just when you're not sure or something's fucked up. Yeah. And a narrativist system using dice for, for prompts, mm-hmm. um, almost like a, and I hate to say it, PBTA game, uh, makes it makes a lot of sense. PBTA? Power by the Apocalypse. Oh. Yeah. It's fucking dog shit. No. Yeah. No, bad. I don't want any of that. No, you don't want any of that. Uh, no. No, you don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. But but that, that is a, a, an example where pretty every, distinctly, every role you make is a move, and every move has three prompt outcomes. Uh, that is, in essence, what you're describing. You're describing like, and and I think it's it's it doesn't feel as bad at the table if you're playing a system where you understand, like Burning Wheel, yeah. you understand that either way you're gonna get what you want. Maybe with some complications, it's gonna move the story forward. So you don't really mind failing. Yeah, you know, because because it, it is basically role for story. You have this situation you're resolving it with this skill, and there's a complication. Yeah, that's that's the story beat we're gonna role play. Keep one percent. And it, and it removes it yeah. removes uh, the player character connection of of um, uh, I mean I can't find the right word for it, but how much time you invest into something, the the paranoia that comes from the 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 possibility of losing it because yeah. your character only ever dies by your own choice, basically. Yeah, because you always have a persona to spend. I the almost, worst consequence, yes. which is I don't get to play the game anymore, in the in the familiarity that I've built, that's not there in Burning Wheel. Unless you choose it to be. I almost feel like death should always be a choice. Yeah. It's, it's just the the way you do it is different. Because like the way I do it in track marks is if you're at zero hit points, you can't act move or be moved. So everyone else decides whether you die because they abandon your character. And that's yeah. which that's they a will kill. Very, they would abandon you. Yeah, uh, they would yeah. 100% This party do that. will abandon yeah. you. But that's that's like that's that's definitely it's you're not going to suddenly die. 
The only time you're going to die is when your friends decide you're not worth it. Oh. And that's a way darker way to look at death. The, the, the thing is, it's, it's it's great that you've ingrained that. I think that, that can easily happen in our games because we've played enough track marks and we know what it's about. Um, yeah, yeah. We know we know uh, when it comes down to a uh, if we're going to play the game faithfully, none of us should really care that much about each other. Yeah. If you're, you're, introduce, if you're introducing track marks to a brand new group of players, uh, maybe not brand new because, mm-hmm. of course, then you're going to have... Uh, uh, I mean, I guess I guess I make a lot of justifications of well, it's what my character would do, but it's a lot different than the early stages of it's what my character. I'm would chaotic do. neutral, so I steal from the party. Because typically, yeah. it's what my character would do means it's what I want to do with my character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which I like a lot, and like, it's always about walking this tightrope, right? Like I mentioned that before, where. Trackmarks is one of those games where you're probably going to survive, but if something goes wrong, everybody's probably going to die. Yeah. And same way that that like no one's probably going to leave because because it is more advantageous to have more people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It is more advantageous to stick stick in a party, but the moment it's no longer advantageous to do so, everything's going to fucking fall apart. Yeah. So it's this it's this really tight balance of everything is going fine to everything is not going fine, and you kind of have to keep yourself on either side of it it's cool I like and, I, and I do like that I like I, I very much like the idea of my character being my avatar in the game yeah I want them to you know be and I know you're you're not you're talking about things you want to see your character do specifically and explore yeah. that character I'm kind of the opposite but for me it's like I want to look I, I, I this is this character is my avatar in the game I mean, I'm. I usually I met a game like a like a motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> this meat's catching up to me. This this uh, uh, this this dumb lost stupid bitch is really catching up with me. Oh God. Yeah. No. Yeah, I was I was kind of saying the opposite, which is early people when they say it's what my character would do. It's what they want to do with their character to make sure that they do something cool and they feel fulfilled. Oh. At this point, with how I say it's what my character would do. It's me going, regardless of what I would wish to happen, I'm going to follow the letter of what I wrote my character to believe and do Mm -hmm. and follow it to the letter, even if it means I don't get to play that character anymore. I like it. I like it. And that kind of runs up on some stuff we talked last time, I believe. That's true, I believe. Yeah. Um, Wow. So go back to that for because you were talking about the 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 sh- your shroom guy last time the fucking out of the oh guy. right yeah, yeah yeah all those all those characters that I I, I retired three this characters is, in this, the campaign this recording session happened very soon after our last one I think that's why this keeps happening yeah, probably maybe which is mm-hmm. fine anybody else have anything else to s- yeah oh! there's the joke do you have anything else to say last word yeah. we've been careening. Just turn, no! it, just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs>